Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Let's funny? get jazzy. <laughs> Yeah, I tell like people, that. Yeah, I tell people all the time. It's like you have a name like that, and it just comes with so much expectations. They're like, "That's so fun!" And I was like, "Imagine being not fun for like a single day. Like, imagine being me. Yeah, no. the pressure, yeah, the expectations." Bridal babes, I hope you're ready to talk weddings with me on another exciting episode of your favorite wedding show, Bridal Buzz. I'm your host, Kat, making sure I'm saying that at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> and today we have a special guest in the studio. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hello, everyone. My name is Jasmine, and I have the pleasure of being the uh, venue coordinator at La Escondida Celebration Center in Halotis. Boop, boop. And I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes. And you also, you can talk about your planning oh, yes. adventure if you want. Yeah. Yes. And very new in the making is uh, my own wedding planning business from coordination to full service we are it's going to be all that jazz events um yes, queen and <laughs> it's gonna, it's going to be so much fun taking the experience that you have um from a full service venue like las candida and putting it into um you know the experience of brides that you know maybe don't want an outside venue or not a hill country venue um, but still being able to connect with them is super special to me yeah. so that's what kind of led me to to open up that I love it. I love it. And you are, your your energy, I just can't even imagine what it would be like to work with you as a bride because you're so fun. And I just, I know that you're going to be their biggest cheerleader and Absolutely. support system through their process. So yes, everybody say hello to Jazzy. So, okay. With that, let's get started. Yeah. I'll be your, I'll be your favorite hype woman. <laughs> yes. So today we're going to be specifically focusing on venue related questions and stories just because you have so much expertise in that area some things will be kind of more general wedding planning questions but we're really gonna hone in on the venue so before we do that we were talking the other day and you brought up yay or nay and yes. i'm like okay so there's a bunch of wedding traditions out there that some people feel strongly about some people are like you know, whatever. Yeah. So we're going to do a little rapid fire round of wedding traditions and uh, the yay or the nay behind them. I'm ready. Let's do this. So, okay. First on the list, the bride has to wear white. Oh. Oh. Nay. 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 <laughs> I think it's such a, I think it's such a beautiful tradition, but as you see, I've seen I've seen people obviously do you know where you have all of your guests wear white and so therefore you wear color and so I love that mm -hmm. I love I love the idea of standing out so whether that's all white um, you know like that focal point or whether it's everyone else is in a different color and you are you know the main color or black or something I'm for it yeah okay cool yeah I agree I think you know the the tradition of white and where it came from is like not as relevant anymore and so it's really up to the couple and what they want to do so. absolutely sweet next the father giving away the bride <laughs> i thought i was i was so confident i was like let's do it i could do it, I could. Oh my God. um nay i think it's like you said a very um 
old tradition um, in that sense that, you know, from one man to another or something that way. And um, I love the idea of parents or grandparents or whoever that special relationship is in um, a couple's life to give them away. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to rephrase the giving them away more of just like walking me down the aisle. Right. right like right, right. supporting me in that moment. But I am... I'm the only one that has the autonomy to give myself to someone else. So sure. yeah, I think like, yeah, I like the tradition of having someone special being there with you as you enter into that next phase at the altar. Mm -hmm. But the phrase of giving away, I think is like, let's, let's come up with something different. for that. Absolutely. And <laughs> key, like side note, if it's going to cause family drama, do you like walk your, like walk yourself down yeah. the aisle, babe. Like, yeah. you know, like just, there's no need. I know some people can get very touchy about that. Yeah. Maybe you have, you know, multiple, exactly. yeah, like multiple dads mm -hmm. or something of that nature. And sometimes it's super sweet to, to have it come together. But if you have a family that it's just, that's not going to happen, that's not in the cards for them. Don't just walk yourself. Babe. Yeah. Don't Definitely prioritize it. yourself on your wedding day. Do not put yourself to the side for other people's wishes. Absolutely. And this Boom. is a big one. Um, I listened to Two Hot Takes. Yes. And the host, Morgan, she has two dads. And mm -hmm. her dad that she calls dad is not her biological father. Right. But that's who she wants walking her down the aisle. And her bio dad is, like, kind of offended about it. It's like, sure. look, like, it's my wedding, you know? Yeah. And, like, if I've felt supported by this person throughout my whole life and not as supported by you, like... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't owe you anything. Yeah, There's don't not take an obligation. A, yeah, like you could have fought maybe 20 years ago to be in this position, but anyway, everybody's different. Yes. Next tradition: having bridesmaids and groomsmen. Yay! Yay! Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I love it. And something that we talked about on the last episode, bridal babes, if you listen to Wedding Trends uh, 2023 Wedding Trends Part Two, um, is kind of switching it up and maybe not having the bridesmaids and groomsmen stand at the aisle mm -hmm. um, or stand at the altar right. with the couple, maybe them just sitting down as guests, but still being there as a support system. I like the idea of kind of switching it up a bit. And as a bridesmaid, I, you know, it's, it's fun to be up there, but it's also like, I feel like it would be a way better experience <laughs> to be able to see what's happening Absolutely. Front, like front on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I got, I was a 2022 bride, so my year's over, onto, <laughs> onto Kat and all the other 2023 brides. Um, so I did that for, you know, my own wedding, is that I really wanted, um, you know, I really wanted the girls that I had who meant so much to me to see my face. So yeah. I had them walk down the aisle. I had them stand at the aisle. Um, I'm sorry, I had them stand at the altar so that they could see me walk down because mm. I feel like they deserve to see that moment yes. from that spot. Get the just best as, view yeah, in the house. Yeah, just as yeah. much as anybody else does. Um, but then like once, you know, the cue was that once I came and they like fluffed my train that, you know, and everybody else sat down, they just kind of walked around the back and sat um, diagonal so they could still see my face. Okay. So I think that there's so many cool different unique ways that you can have your bridal party stand um you know if you can't think of one of course you know look at you know bridal buzz podcast for all of the ideas <laughs> or you know like ask your you know ask your wedding coordinator mm -hmm. ask your ask your venue mm -hmm. um some of the cool things that they've seen um because it's it just makes just the world of difference the idea that because you have bridesmaids and groomsmen that's going to be more stressful is not always true mm. but the idea that you have to 
put yourself in a box not just with this but with any type of wedding planning is just not true yeah. you know just because it's a tradition doesn't mean you have to do it the traditional way say it louder for the people in the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so next gift registries Yay. <laughs> Yay. 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 Tell me your experience with gift, gift registries because I feel like it's kind of 50-50. Some people have success with them and they get what they're looking for and some people it's like like nobody really look, like looked at it. Like right. they just brought me cash or like they just brought me random stuff. Like tell me your experience personally and then we can kind of get into like more of it. But Absolutely. So fun fact that my husband and I did not live together before we were married so you know obviously that plays a part in gift registries and yes, what you ask for 100%. and all of those things so like i said from my personal experience they were incredibly helpful i had wonderful family and friends and support system that were always asking me where's your registry that they wanted to make sure that we were getting things that we absolutely needed um there were people that didn't use the registry that you know like i ended up getting two air fryers <laughs> Is that a bad thing? No. <laughs> um, the but, more the merrier. Yeah, but not everybody gets an extra air fryer. They get like, you know, a bunch of cookie sheets, you know, yeah. or you know, oh something of that nature. And so I love them if you feel like you have a family and friends that are compatible with them, I guess is my hot take. Is like they're that, actually going to look at the registry yes, and know, respect the registry. Yes, know your guests, know <laughs> your family and feel, and you know, just think to yourself if I, if I can, because honestly a registry takes so much time too. Like I think when I was working even with some of my own brides, um, I was, they were asking like, what should I put? I have about 30 items on there. And I was like, oh no, you need like a hundred, yeah, like three times. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, you need a huge amount of items mm -hmm. so that, you know, and you, it puts pressure on the bride and the couple to go and be like, okay, well, I have, you know, X amount under, you know, $20 and then this under 50. And then, you know, it just, so I am all for doing them if you know that you have a family that is going to respect them. Um, you know, you can take, for instance, like a Christmas list, you know, if you make a yes. Christmas list and they get it for you, great. <laughs> but if you have a, if you, if you do that and your family is like, no, it's and not they get even, you like yeah. the knockoff different color <laughs> yeah. version. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Then don't do it. Right <laughs> yeah. Street, babe. Just don't do it. <laughs> great advice. Um, yeah, it's, it's stressful because it's like, you know, you're oversaturating the registry to have that browsability for it. Of course. But it's like, you also have to be okay with getting any of those 150 things. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely have things I would prefer to receive on my list mm -hmm. than others, but I did have to make sure there were options because people still like to feel like they're picking something out for the, the couple, regardless yeah. of if they were told what to buy or not. So... I think that's yeah and i include honeymoon funds like in the gift registry like yeah. i um i think it was the wedding website that i had was through the knot and so they allowed you to have like massages or like a mm -hmm. certain dinner like on your honeymoon yeah, like wine for two yes or, yeah. that you could add to your registry i think those are wonderful ideas yes. for people that you know like you said they want to have that feeling of getting you something um, yeah. that is not just like cash yeah. so definitely consider that and on that topic i'm pretty sure no matter what the experience is on the knot it all goes into the same fund mm -hmm. correct mm -hmm. so this is a good way to kind of like trick people into thinking that they're doing something very specific for you yeah. as opposed to just like hey here's a big old pot for the honeymoon like contribute contribute what you can right i think it we gave a couple hundred bucks to a family member last year for a wine tasting in Argentina or something like that. And mm -hmm. then I realized it wasn't actually for the wine tasting, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it felt so good because we love wine and we wanted to be yeah. able to like share that experience with them. And so Absolutely. 
I would recommend, and I'm, I'm thinking about this for myself now, is to go and, like, add in those random little things, like a hot air balloon ride or, like, a horseback riding on the beach, like, random things. Absolutely. And do what you want with it after because the, it at least adds some like personalization to the gift for people Perfect. where there isn't as much when it's like, here's a big fund, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You learn something traditional new things in non-traditional ways. That's yes. the, that's the thing. That's the mindset. Traditional things in non-traditional ways. I'm going to have to <laughs> write that one down too. Okay. So kind of on a similar note, we were just covering honeymoons, but, extravagant honeymoons yay 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 go big or go home Mm, i feel like i don't want to be hypocritical because i didn't do that i had an i literally had an airbnb in san antonio you know (laughs) like i did the opposite um, (laughs) but do it yeah i guess it's so hard because i'm like am i just gonna seriously discourage you um i say yay because those experiences with your new husband with your new wife is just it's out of this world. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you just don't, you, I think you cherish those moments, maybe even more than, you know, the cake that you had at your wedding, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, the little details that you stress over. Um, and I listened to the episode about, you know, wedding planning burnout. And so that like having a honeymoon that is really central on you. So if, ext- mm-hmm. if you know, if, extravagant is different for every person True. you know because i stayed in airbnb but i also went to brasso you know yeah. i went to the brazilian yeah. steakhouse you know yeah. like I, you, you know, lived it up yeah. yeah so whatever extravagant looks like for you i think it's totally worth it because it it's just an immediate bonding time and it's almost like a reward to yourself mm. you know i've spent all this time planning i went through all of this stress and even though my wedding day i feel like was absolutely perfect it was so nice to kind of, it's like a vacation you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's it's still like a project uh, a wedding is i should, should it, yeah so it's it a, huge, a wedding a wedding is a project i should huge say huge project and so it's a really nice reward at the end when it's when it's wonderful and the day's done and then you're like okay great now let's go celebrate that in itself yeah. with your with your person let's be so married sweet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get married traveling with my husband yeah yeah, yeah. new husband who dis <laughs> um okay Next tradition is man proposing to the woman. Yay. <laughs> Controversial, but I agree. Yes. Uh, people often joked with me because I was very much like I knew my t- what timeline I wanted for my marriage. And I was like, if you guys have been following for a long time, you knew I was about to move to Montana and start over if Jackson didn't propose on time. Mm-hmm. Joking, not joking. So, you know, I people came up to me and were like, why don't you just propose to him? You know, why don't, if you're so adamant uh, on the timeline, why don't you just ask him? And I'm like, because I've already told him where I stand, (laughs) you know, and I'm not about, it's just not my thing. Like, I am here for the women who decide to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just, there's just something about, and no matter what the relationship looks like, like the more masculine, like just that person, like. Like, I want to be swept away. Like, Absolutely. you know, like, sweep me off my feet. Put the ring on my finger. I want to be Cinderella for a day. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Thank you, Jackson, for proposing to me. <laughs> you were being so sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, same thing. My <laughs> husband so planned, like, you. this elaborate um, type of proposal. And it was just, I think he was very nervous about it. So, if you're, you know, if your fiance is watching this or if you're a guy watching this and you're just like, I don't know. It's, it's not necessarily about 
you know, for some, for some it is, but for, you know, for me and, you know, and maybe for some other brides as well, it's, it's the amount of like thought that you put into it. It's the fact that you love us so much. It, you know, I guess it's just, it's an expression of love. Yeah. And so, um, we express our love by pretty much planning the wedding. You know, like, like you, you do the hard part of proposing and then we do like the extra hard part by like actually planning the event yeah, for like months welcome. and months and months. <laughs> so yeah. So like, like you get to stress out about like, you know, like a day and yeah. we get to stress it's out like about from... five seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm all for it. Just like, just like you said, yeah. uh, being swept off your feet. Obviously there are exceptions to the rule, duh, but no, that is my, that's my yay. Yeah. You keep doing it. Yeah. You got this boys. Yeah. It's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> to be vulnerable. Yeah. Show me your feelings. I love it. Okay. Um, last on the list, and then we'll move on to some wedded stories. Perfect. Is the garter toss. It's a hard name. <laughs> it's a hard, hard name. <laughs> no. <laughs> and actually, I walked around the wedding fair. These videos will be probably circulating by now. Every single person I asked that, like, had an opinion about a wedding tradition that they weren't going to be doing at their wedding, mm -hmm. it was this. It was the garter toss. Absolutely. And I'm like, yes, 2023 brides, I'm here for you. Let's leave that in our past and never bring it back again. I don't... <laughs> Why yeah. is it a thing? I, I don't... I've never... I've never understood that one. There's never been a time where I'm like... As a as a guest at a wedding, I've never been like, I'm so looking forward like, to get the garter, garter. toss. <laughs> It's just, it's not... It's, like, what patriarchal time period in the name of... Yeah, and well... Elmo. And, <laughs> it's, and it's honestly, it's not, it's honestly not even that part. Like, I'm like, okay, cool, if you want to be like, oons, oons, you know, that's fine. But the thought of throwing it... To, After? <laughs> yeah, throwing it to a bunch of single men that's like... That's just weird. That's yeah, just and so honestly, yeah, me. I'm like, mm, I do not like. I wouldn't want any piece of my clothing being shared with <laughs> uh, random men besides my fiance slash my yeah. husband to be like that. Yeah, like imagine if it was like a sock or like a like a headband. That's what I'm saying. Or like anything else, a glove or. Yeah. Any of it, I can't. I'm like, yeah. a, even a jacket. Like that's my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want your second cousin, who's seventeen years old, to have my jacket or my garter or <laughs> yeah. my sock or whatever you're throwing. Yeah. Like, no. And what I don't. What I've never understood about this tradition is that, like, the bride has to give away two things. So it's her bouquet, <laughs> or you know, or a toss bouquet, and then the garter. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't you give something? Like, why don't you give something away? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what you, about your tie? Yeah. Throw or... some lapels back there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I, I, I just throw like, your shoe yeah i was like this is supposed <laughs> to represent single men that are going to be next to propose or get married and they're still getting something of mine they should be getting something yeah. of yours i'm like i feel like keeping the garter from your wedding day is like a cute thing to like bring back every now and then like yeah. hey sweetie remember this <laughs> remember saying i do <laughs> so wrap know? it around your bouquet like <laughs> yeah and i also think a lot of brides use a something old in their garter like they'll repurpose mm -hmm. their mom's wedding dress Absolutely. or like you know something from their grandmother and then it's just gone yeah nay yeah, <laughs> yeah in the head of your cousin <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. yeah so that's a huge nay for both of us and you too bridal babe <laughs> just decide that now let it go yeah let it go <laughs>
If there's one thing that we all know and understand about weddings, it's that there's a lot to learn in not a lot of time. That's why I love Nicole Mara's jewelry and services. Working with gemologist Nikki at Nicole Mara is like taking the funnest crash course on gems and metals that you could ever have all while shopping for your own jewelry. And Nikki is offering 10% off wedding bands when you mention Bridal Buzz during your consultation. Nikki has amazing band options that you can browse through on her website, NicoleMara.com, but you can also work with her to create something custom to your liking. Consultations are super easy to set up and are such an incredible way to get connected to the woman behind the brand who is potentially designing your band. How cool is that? So if you're looking for those timeless, unique wedding bands, make sure you head to NicoleMara.com today, schedule your consultation, and mention Bridal Buzz for 10% off of those bands. Again, mention Bridal Buzz for 10% off of those bands. Okay. <clears throat> So, we're going to get into Wet It. I'm excited. Yes. This is your first time in the studio doing something. Yeah. Like, she's been in the studio before, by the way, guys, but not in the new studio. And <laughs> How could anybody forget <laughs> Jazzy? <laughs> but, yes, like I said earlier, we're really going to focus on venue-specific topics that are Wonderful. brought up on Wet It. So, the first story is from the Wedding subreddit. Okay. And the title is Same Venue and Colors as a Friend. One of my bridesmaids and I are getting married at the same venue almost a year apart to the day. My fiancé has wanted to use this venue for a while, but I was hesitant because they had just booked it. I figured as long as we had different colors, it would be okay. But my friend recently texted me that she was changing her bridesmaid's dresses from green to black, which is the color we were doing too. It's not too late for us to change our mind on the venue and get our money back. Would this make you change your venue to avoid copying their whole wedding, or is it really not that big of a deal? I can't be upset with my friend as she's getting married first, but this has really put a damper on the planning process for me. What would you do? Hmm. I do think that there is a very strong... Um, lean towards changing something I think as drastic as tr changing your venue um, doesn't doesn't seem like color should should rank that high hmm. um, but I can I can see that there's a I can see that there's a problem I'm mulling I'm like yes. it just feels like a really drastic change to be like I'm gonna completely change my venue even though your yeah. colors are well, gonna, like a are gonna be the start same over. yeah 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 um mm. I don't know if it was let's just if I was answering as if it was me I would there's something I would change Who, whose wedding is first I'm sorry did I miss it that? It sounds like her wedding is second because she booked the venue mm. after her friend she was like hesitant because it but her fiance really wanted to have the wedding here okay. but she also the friend that's getting married first had originally had green bridesmaid dresses and then like just let her know that she changed the color to black yeah so i'm guessing like my question is has there been a conversation between these two friends already like did friend that's having the wedding first know that she was planning on having black bridesmaids dresses and then decided you know what i'm gonna do that too or mm -hmm. that's a really good idea i'm gonna do that first <laughs> like i'm wondering if there's been a conversation sure. or if it was just like out of the blue and it's like oh crap like yeah I sh maybe i should have let her know like i don't know so yeah. anyway i don't think it's worth it to change your venue i think it's even better 
that the friends is first go to her wedding yeah see see where she used those colors you know what i mean get the vibe of the day and there's nothing that says that you can't you know add something in there mm-hmm. you know that that changes it you know what mm-hmm. i mean you get you get to see what the venue looks like with your color so if anything you as a bride get to see some of your vision yeah it, you know it, in the venue itself and then maybe you sit back and you go maybe this is not the color i wanted yeah. maybe this is maybe i can add a you know a red ribbon to their dress or you know mm-hmm. it just yes. take it take it as a as an opportunity to take notes yeah to take i was gonna say to get ahead but um i don't want to cause any any animosity i don't think it's worth it to change your venue and the other thing that i thought of too is how many of the same guests that are going to Hmm. be at your friend's wedding going to be at your wedding yeah i don't think she mentions like how similar their friend groups are Mm -hmm. how close of friends they are doesn't seem like they're in each other's bridal parties so it seems like they're more acquaintances than like besties right which even makes it kind of harder to communicate through this absolutely i definitely would recommend that op says something to her and says Mm -hmm. oh my gosh that's insane like i was also planning to have my bridesmaids wear black like Mm -hmm. what a coincidence and kind of see what this other friend responds about that and if she's like oh how fun like we're wedding twinsies like you know at least there's a bonding moment there and also it's not it's not like a crazy specific shade of lime green right it's black right and there's so much you can do with that like you said add a red ribbon have them wear velvet instead of satin you know and it's a year apart too so you're gonna have a completely different um playing book for wedding things to be bringing into your wedding at that point different floral trends different you know decor trends different dress trends like maybe you have all of your girls wear women tuxedos right like how short dresses yeah yeah short dresses like overskirts you there's so much you can do to differentiate and i highly doubt the the small overlap in the two weddings is going to be thinking oh op just copied the you know the other bride with her black bridesmaids dresses yeah it doesn't say anything else about the other color scheme like what kind yeah, of flowers like accent colors or yeah or like just nature. the theme in general like if you know if yeah. one's doing romance and one is doing like super like minimalistic chic like i don't know so right i think there's a lot left unsaid here that would help us answer yes. this as well but I definitely would recommend OP. Don't don't jump the gun here. Like think think slow right now because it's really easy to get heated and make rash decisions in your wedding process because there's right. so much passion behind it all and of you course. want it to be so special. But sometimes you can act too fast. Mm-hmm. And, and so I would yeah, think a little bit slower here. Talk with your friends. Make it be like, oh my gosh, how crazy. Yeah. I was also thinking, like, what are the I wonder if you odds? got that idea from me, that inspiration. <laughs> yeah, like, was oh, it, wait, didn't I mention that me? to you already? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, oh, did my mm-hmm. bridesmaid let you know that I was doing that? That's so crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> a conversation could definitely be had. Yeah. And um, asking your floors, asking your know asking your venue you know what i mean because i mean surely these you know the the venue people as well being being a venue coordinator myself you know if 
we've we've had sisters before that were like, if you don't take this venue, I'm gonna take it. You know what I like? You know, <laughs> it, you know. And so it's not very common that you get people, but we have had like literal family members get married there, and then five years later, the other you know somebody yeah. else get married yeah. there from their family. Um, and that was re- that was even like a selling point for them. So I think that um, it depends on your venue. Um, it's, most venues are blank canvases. I know that ours is with mm-hmm. so much greenery and things like that. So. There's no telling just because it's the same colors doesn't mean it would all look the same. Exactly. And like you said, it's such, you know, if how many 2023 brides are also copying you with, yes. you know, black. Yes. Black <laughs> so, bridesmaid dresses are in right now. Yeah. And that just means you're on trend and keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> Make it, personalize it to you. But. Yeah. And so the top comment here says, many small towns only have one venue and everybody gets married there. So I wouldn't let the venue be an issue. As for the color palette, if she only recently texted you that she had changed her palette, I would respond that I had already chosen black, but it, I was fine with her using it too. That leaves the ball in her court to change it or not. That's a lot more direct than I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> black, it was mine, but. But you want to use it too? I okay. I'll I see it. you. <laughs> I'll allow it. Like you can, but it'll change the way I feel about you forever. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say that brides, I love you. I love working with you. It's, but I would say similar maybe to pregnancy brain. There's mm. like wedding brain where it feels like we overanalyze everything, you know, mm-hmm. like ev- everything immediately becomes a big deal. You know what I mean? The thought of somebody having similar colors in you or using or having the same dress as you. It's a huge thing. I want to have a dress that nobody else has. And it's like, it's okay. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be at your wedding. It's yeah. Okay. Um, so just taking a step back sometimes and looking at it from the big picture and just not letting these little things become you know, the things that absolutely stress you out or that you focus on because those are such small details, you know, on your big day. Exactly. Like, just remember how blessed you are to have bridesmaids and (laughs) and friends that love you so much that they will be there for you. And Mm -hmm. actually, I just, I have to correct myself because I said I didn't think they were in each other's bridal parties, but it says one of my bridesmaids and I are getting married at the same venue. Mm, Okay. I missed that too. So... A response to this original, the top comment says, since the friend is already a bridesmaid, I thought she made this decision knowing OP's wedding colors. No. In the grand scheme of things, maybe it won't matter so long as the decor and everything are different. I.e. OP's bridesmaid doesn't copy her in any other respect. Well, that, I feel like that kind of changes things and it makes me a little bit nervous for this OP. And she might want to watch her back in her wedding planning because she has a, a whole year left. Right on top of her other friend and if her friend could steal all her ideas right from under her and she's left you know yeah to to start over on everything yeah so keep if, some things a little bit close yeah bit yeah which you think you wouldn't have to do hi fritz <laughs> um what do you think <laughs> exactly boom, boom. um but it's unfortunate because you, you want to be able to, like, share your wedding highlight moments with people and not think yeah, they're, not yeah, like, going to steal ideas from you. And again, it's like, black is such a generic color. There's neutral, so much to do you know? with it. Yeah. But it is kind of sketchy that she's a bridesmaid and she changed her color after, no, like, it seems like she knew it was going to be black. Of course. So anyway, 10 out of 10 would recommend talking with this friend very honestly or being like, oh, didn't you remember the dress you bought for my wedding? (laughs) Also black. Crazy. (laughs) 
I would definitely throw a crazy at the end. Um, okay, so we'll leave that at that and we'll move on to the next story. So this is also on the wedding subreddit and they ask, should I give a, um, should I give a wedding venue my budget? I am brand stinking new to wedding planning for self. I've noticed venues like to ask my budget when I request more info. I feel like I shouldn't disclose this prior to being given the numbers. What do you think? Thank you in advance. Thank you. <laughs> um, I believe that you should give a venue your budget. And there's a few different reasons why. Um, many venues have different packages. Um, you know, us as an example, um, you know, we have different packages for different price ranges for different guest amounts. Um, so with you giving us your venue, that allows us to present you with the best, with the best package that we think will be best for yes, you. Yes. I can't tell you even as a bride shopping, um, for venues, um, that I was looking and, you know, automatically given like all of their information. And of course there were things that were way out of my budget that, that discouraged me as a mm. bride. And so had, maybe had I told them that my budget was this, they either could have sent me things that were either that were in line with my budget or they could have been honest and said, this is where we start. But you know, maybe you can cuss, you know, maybe there's a customized package that, you know, that we can work with you. So yeah. I think it's just like the, the same way that, we as a venue ask you for your date and for your guest number. Those things are taken into consideration to give you the best possible proposal that yeah. we can for you. Yeah. So don't feel like, you know, venues are taking your budget. And granted, I can't speak for all of them. Yeah. Um, but the good venues are going to take your budget and say, what can I, what's the most that I can give you for what, what you need, what mm -hmm. you want. Um, and I, I mean, that's just, that's all, and it's, I want to say that's all I can say, but <laughs> it helps us, it helps us and it helps you as the bride to feel confident. I think that there are sometimes intimidation in wedding planning that you are like, oh my goodness. There's so like, much unknown. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm going to go in and I don't, I don't want them to not like me. I don't want them to not consider me because I give them like a low number. Yeah. Um, and just remember that you know, if, if they're a venue that's just way out of your budget, that that's just not the venue for you. Babe. Yeah. There's no reason to put yourself in a position financially where you are just over your eyeballs, Agreed. you know, because and, this venue yeah. you know, gave you their numbers. And there will be a venue in your area for your budget. Absolutely. Um, it might take some looking for it. It's, you know, if you have a very, very tight budget, but there, there are a lot of affordable wedding venues out there. And I feel like people often get stuck on, oh my gosh, this place was $10,000 for a day and all, you know, it, for five hours and, you know, it, but there are also places where it's $2,500 for a day, Absolutely. maybe even a thousand dollars for the whole day, you know? And right. so if you are, if you're looking, you can find something. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe their fear here is that they're going to take advantage of them of if they know how much money they're going to be giving or so I wonder if there's like, like that's, that's already a red flag. Yeah. 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 If you know, cause that's obviously not the venue for you, regardless of whether or not they fit into, you know, they fit into that budget. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I thought of as well was that wedding budgets, there's so every venue is different, you know, all in, even all inclusive. Like when we say law, all inclusive at Las Candida, that really is like everything besides your 
alcohol, which is bring your own, and then a photographer and videographer. Yep. Right. So, you know, that means that your catering, your cake, your linens, your decor, your staff, your day of coordinator, that means everything is pretty much taken care of in that one fell swoop. And so we have a lot of brides that will come to us and say, but my venue budget itself is four or five. And I'm, and I tell them, thank you for letting me know that I now as the venue can say, but I can offer you something that is beyond tables and chairs, you know, and linens, you know, so when you see our numbers, be aware that that is not $10,000 for our space. That's $10,000 for like, 90% 90% of your vendors yeah, already taken care of. Which is an amazing price for a wedding. Yeah. That's so, such a gorgeous space. For so real. so that's that's why I think it's important so that the good, include your budget because it'll help you immediately weed out bad venues that mm. feel like, you know, they just kind of dismiss you. That wasn't the venue for you then. Yeah. And include it so that the good venues can take that and give you something, you know, work with you as much as possible to give you something hopefully customized um, to them, like something that we do or can point you in the right direction of the packages. You know, yeah. we can do this package, but take away the DJ or we can do this package, but you can bring your own cake or, you know, something yeah. of that nature. Because yeah. when I don't get a budget, I just, I send them everything, you know, I send them. <laughs> and so it's, it's easy. I think it's way easier to have sticker shock that way. And then you just kind of feel like th- this despair, this world, I'm never going to find anything. I'm never going to be able to get a venue, you know, and it's in reality, the sticker that you're looking at, like I said, includes 90% of your vendors. Yeah. It's not a quote venue price. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know where this OP lives, but mm-hmm. you can typically find a lot of pricing online or through other brides. And right. it's kind of hard to be like, oh, this person has a bigger budget. I'm going to charge them a couple thousand dollars more because you know, unless it's nowhere online and they've done an incredible job gatekeeping their prices, right. you know, you can kind of gauge what it's going to be ahead of time. Right. And I wonder if there's, oh, what I was going to say, this is it. I feel like the two vendors <laughs> that need to know your budget are the venue and the planner, you know, Absolutely. because they at least need to know what kind of scale of event this is going to be, what type of vendors, you know, how many vendors you're bringing in how they can help optimize your budget, how they can help you, you know, cut costs or like make the most out of all the money you're spending. And so you don't have to tell all of your vendors, but I definitely think venues are are one that you should for sure be open and honest with about the budget that you have. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So the, the top comment says you shouldn't need to disclose, but a reputable venue will have a set rate that won't change regardless of what you say. I suspect they're asking partly so they can inform you immediately if you can't afford them and partly just as market research for themselves. Hmm. Do you think there's market research going on? Like these venue coordinators just kind of want to know what the average budget of people interested is or. Yeah. In, in, in a small way. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, because you just, especially when you live in a, you know, in a place like as diverse as San Antonio, you know, you just, it's, it's huge, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the scale. Um, so in, I would say in part, yes, not the main reason, but in part, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, good for them. Yeah. (laughs) They need to know that information because they need to know how they can meet the clients that are coming for them in the, in the right way. Right. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, 
and it, like kind of like you say you don't have to but it definitely helps the venue out absolutely so okay cool well that's really good feedback on that topic yeah and everyone's like because my first reaction is they're afraid that they're gonna get swindled or get taken advantage of mm-hmm. and so everybody's just like you know, if it's a good venue, there's no price gauging. They're they're going to be right. sending you a package they sent to the same person the day before. It's not going to be altered just because they think you have more money than right. another spender. So right. I feel bad. I feel so bad that there is that, that mindset towards people. Um, that there's that mindset for brides and for couples that are engaged mm. that the wedding industry basically just takes advantage of you. Mm. That they see wedding and it's like, oh, just jack that price up. Yeah. And in reality, it's like there's so much that goes into it, you yes. know. And though I didn't always understand all of the service fees and all of these things, um, at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to time or uh, money, you know. So it think about that when you are planning your wedding is that am I going to spend more money so that I have less stress less you know time that I physically have to spend on that either on wedding day or either just in the planning process or am I going to spend less and that Mm -hmm. means that I DIY more does that mean that I have to um you know spend x exponentially yeah Mm -hmm. exponentially more time doing some of these things um weigh that out because that's what some of the cost is having a full service caterer having some of these things that take the stress off of you buying plates from amazon that come some of them come in broken or you know plastic ware or you know just there there are things that you try to save money on which i'm not saying is a bad thing save where you can but know that it's it's a it's a scallon it's a scallons i tried to say scale <laughs> it's a scallons it's um it's on a, it. yeah it's on a scale it's, yeah. it's a balance yeah. so where you spend more money usually means way more convenience way less time that you actually have to spend yeah. on it or the other way around yeah so and i think it it really does come down to educating engaged couples on this price is so much higher because a wedding day is, you know, 10 hours Absolutely. or, Plus. you know, like, in yeah, like Minimum. the expertise, the years of experience they have in the industry, like, and there are differences that go into wedding day makeup versus just normal fashion makeup. Like Absolutely. there, there are differences. And if you have questions, ask your vendors, say, you know, I'm, I'm a little confused because I've paid for, you know, professional makeup before. And this is like, you know, a little bit more expensive than I was anticipating. Can you explain to me why, Absolutely. you know? And if they're a good vendor, they will be open and honest about transparency. Yeah, the value that they're bringing as a wedding professional. If there's one thing that's always made me nervous when thinking about becoming a bride, it's been the color of my teeth. I've never had the brightest or the whitest smile, so that's why I'm thanking God for Bride Bright. I just put in my order at BrideBright.co and was so excited to see that they actually had a couples kit available. So I have a Bride Bright kit and Jackson will have a Groom's Glow kit. And I can't wait to share our results with you guys after spending our 10 minutes for 10 days on working toward a brighter and whiter smile. So if you bridal babes out there also want brighter, whiter teeth, you can use code BUZZ for 40% off your online purchases. Yes, you heard that right, BUZZ for 40% off. All you need is that 10 minutes for 10 days for you to start seeing real results on your smile. 
I think something like this is so worth it for wedding season, especially since we spend so much on our photography and our videography. So why not have the best, brightest, whitest smile on your big day? I'm also really excited to try their Stay Bright On The Go wipes while I'm drinking red wine for three days straight on my bachelorette party. So I will definitely let you guys know how that keeps my smile brighter. And again, head to bridebright.co and use the code buzz for 40% off of your purchase. Okay, this one's a little bit intense. It is also from the wedding subreddit and the title is Miserable About Wedding Venue just really need to vent okay <laughs> jazzy's already okay. said <laughs> okay i'm getting married in my hometown i wanted to get married at my fiance's beach house but my grandmom wouldn't be able to attend so we decided to not go forward with that my sister got married three years ago at a venue that is beautiful but said i didn't want to get married there since she did my mom is an event planner and has had multiple events there i have attended about a dozen of those events over the years and it just didn't feel special she won't admit it, but she's over the moon over me thinking about having it here, which makes me like it even less. My sister didn't want to get married there either, but at the time she went with it. Now it's my turn, and we've been looking at venues, and I've been saying anywhere but that venue, which my mom agreed to. Of course we went to look at it today, quote, for fun. A huge mistake, I know. And it feels like the best bang for our buck. I don't know why I'm feeling so depressed. I feel like I have to get married there and the other options we looked at I don't love or it's too expensive. This is definitely the stereotypical beautiful venue, but I just feel so depressed about having to get married there. I was excited and planning everything and now I told my mom she can do it all without me. I know I'm lucky to be getting married in a beautiful place and there's much bigger issues in the world, but I can't shake this horribly sad feeling. I'm not looking for any answers, just needed to vent sad face. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm like, I'm letting it sit. Yeah. I listened. It's a lot. I listened. And so the biggest thing I was thinking about throughout this whole thing is what is your relationship with your mom? Mm -hmm. Because in like in these comments, um, they pull out her quote she's over the moon over me thinking about having it here which makes me like it even less right and but they go is this about the venue's aesthetics or about your resentment toward your mom yeah <laughs> some underlying stuff here yeah. yeah which i can't you know my mom is not in the the wedding event world so i could imagine you know especially if you know you and your mom have had been butting heads your whole life and this is your mom's world and you're like I want this to be my day and Absolutely. I don't want my mom to be, you know, planning her own wedding through me. Absolutely. I could understand the want to put down your foot and say, this isn't my venue. I want to get married somewhere else. Right. But it's also like, if you're recognizing that that's the best bang for your buck and it's also a really beautiful venue, mm -hmm. I think you need to take a step back and think about you know what's really going on and where these emotions are coming from and not hold that grudge against the venue mm -hmm. and maybe just have an open honest conversation with your mom and say look like i know you're going to be a part of the wedding planning process right. i want you to be but this is how it makes me feel mm -hmm. that like i feel like i'm being forced into certain ways and when i have that feeling come up when you start doing things i'm going to let you know mm -hmm. and i'm going to do my best to 
hold boundaries and hold my ground because that's all you can freaking do while you're a bride, especially if you're not paying for your own wedding. You have to have balance in the opinions you take in the, the give and the take of the person who's sponsoring the event. Like, of course, unfortunately their opinions matter too. And so I think that's a big part of the story is just like realizing unless I I don't think this bride is paying for their own wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, it it really does come down to there's so many layers. Yeah. yeah, Like Shrek said, it's an onion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's got layers. Just peeling it back. Yeah. Yeah. I listening to that, that, that made me that, that took me aback as well. When she mentioned that, my mom wanting to do it just makes me want to not do it even more. Um, I was (laughs) like, that seems off. Seems like a young bride too. Yes. And so I understand wanting to be different and stand out. Um, but I also understand that there's this place that seems like all of the events are at, um, which in my opinion would make it more special, I guess. Mm. Um, speaking from our own experience, our venue owner, our venue owner, our venue owner, Candy Berkeley, um, has had Las Candida for, I think, I believe 11 plus years now. Um, and so she has had all of her grandchildren's birthday parties there. Um, her brought her daughter, Bonnie, um, was a 2022 bride and yeah. she got married there. Um, so it's a very familiar space. You know, it was the same thing, obviously the most bang for your buck. Um, and, even though our venue owner stepped into the mother of the bride role, you know, she, she was full on there and present and I got to, you know, lead. Um, that was perfect and wonderful. And I, I think that it was that much more special to her. Mm. Um, so like you said, I think it's a mindset that you have to, you know, you have to shift and then as well as boundaries. That's what, that's like the first thing I thought of, like at the end I said, you just gotta have boundaries. Yeah. You have to have clear communication. You have to have boundaries. If I have my wedding here, then that means this. Yes. You know, if I choose to do this, then this. Yeah. And just, and boundaries just, and, and expect people, you know, to run up against them. That's what boundaries are for. Yes. That's exactly what's going to happen. Especially um, in the wedding planning process. I feel like yes. I've grown up like 10 years while planning my wedding. Like, yes. just gained so much wisdom and mm-hmm. ability to, to hold my own ground and space as an adult on this planet yes it hasn't been easy no but it just is what it is but yeah but it's not it's not worth you know paying what i would you know like i said putting yourself in a fight in a bad financial position just so you don't have to have your you know your your wedding there does seem a little bit immature but who like like you said there's so much we don't yeah there's so many layers there's so much we don't see I don't, you know, we're not sure who's paying for the wedding. We're mm-hmm. not sure if, you know, everybody is, I don't know how big the town is, you know, is this like, is this, is this the main venue that everybody gets married at and therefore you don't want it? Yeah. You know? And it, it does seem like it's like that. I have attended about a dozen of those events over the years and it just didn't feel special. Um, like she's been to, you know, almost 15, 20 events at this venue yeah. before. Sure. Um, which, you know, for some p- person that makes it a very special place. And then for right. some others, it's like they want to stand out. Right. And the vibe I'm getting from OP is type A, very controlling mother who has been dictating their life forever. 
Mm-hmm. And this is a lot of assumption on my end. So my apologies if I'm just <laughs> like reading way too much into this. She's like comments. She's like, how dare you? <laughs> and like now an OP, but is still letting her mom win because when they pick this venue, she goes, well, now whatever. You can just plan the whole thing. I don't want to do anything anymore. Right. And it's like, well, you just gave your mom all of the power in this situation. Right. It's all your way or the highway. Yeah. So oh. like, can't you still bring you into this venue right you know isn't that kind of taking back your wedding uh you know gaining that control back instead of just saying i'm gonna have it here but i'm gonna have it my way yeah exactly instead of saying if you know whatever mom you can just do this all because i don't i'm depressed and i don't want to do it anymore which you know that that feeling is real i'm not invalidating what she's feeling but i think there's a different way to approach it and you're getting married you're about to be fully you know as quote yeah somebody's (laughs) wife and as on your own as you can you know get in these chapters of your life Mm -hmm. it's it's time for you to be able to advocate for yourself to your mom not now then when if not now then when it's not going to get easier like that's what i tell i'm like if you can't handle this during your wedding what's going to come next (laughs) so take this as an opportunity yeah. You know, like, honestly, my wedding has brought up a lot of hard conversations that needed to happen. And I'm so glad. Like, it's uncomfortable, but it's challenging me to be a bigger person and a more open and, like, just firm in who I am person. Absolutely. So I would really recommend this bride get back in tune with what she wants and and like and, get her power back yeah and where's your fiance in this conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> where's Good your question. where's your fiance saying that we should totally get married here or i absolutely don't want to yeah or, yeah know. what's his opinion yeah. or her opinion right yeah i don't know i don't think they mention anything but they do you know agree that it's a mix of both that she's upset about the venue but it's also a resentment toward her mom gotcha. so she responds to expand off of that first comment that said, is this about the aesthetic or resentment toward your mom? Mm-hmm. They expand and go, if the former, you can dress it up with lighting and decor. If the latter, a therapist would be a better investment to help you figure out ways to separate the two and find a healthy way forward. So you're not poisoning your happy time with resentment and anger. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and like a therapist might be good regardless. Oh, yeah. You know, if if this is what... If this is the emotion that's being drawn up when you book your wedding venue, something's a little bit off. Right. And so talk about it. Move on. You know, get past it before it's too late. Like, you don't want to be 25 years down the line and be like, my mom made me get married at that venue and I'm so upset. Everybody (laughs) got married there. I did it way back when I told them I didn't want it. (laughs) yeah they're 80 years old at 40 (laughs) i was just so i just i always i don't know why even though i'm you know we're like in that middle we're not millennials and we're not gen z yeah we're on the cusp yeah we're like that so even though i'm still technologically savvy i still am always flabbergasted when people like how blunt people are on the internet maybe therapy yeah, yeah would i was be like it. yeah either either some decor some lighting or maybe a therapist would be great <laughs> or and- maybe some <laughs> intense therapy that's hilarious yeah and but it's it's the truth yeah i 10 out of 10 would recommend a therapist in this situation too and i'm sad i didn't have that conclusion earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um, uh, definitely trying yeah it's definitely it, a trying time and especially if 
if I am correct about my assumptions and this person has been controlled by their mom their whole life, it's not easy to just get up and say, you know what, mom, I'm planning my wedding. We can have it at this venue, but I'm planning everything else. Right. She might need to go to therapy. She might need to get some life coaching to help her have the confidence to yeah, even to communicate that. They might need to go to family counseling. They She might need to do premarital counseling with her fiance to, to know how to establish themselves as... As a couple, yeah. as a unit. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. So really good stuff here. Yep. Um, summary, therapy. <laughs> get therapy. Get therapy and have your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> have your cake and eat it too. There you go. <laughs> Okay, this is less uh, interpretive and more like, let's get some real wedding planning advice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Therapy>. So, <laughs> summary, therapy. therapy. Always the answer. <laughs> when in doubt, therapy. Okay, also from the subreddit, wedding. That was backwards. Also okay. from the wedding subreddit. Okay, that's, that's English. Um, titled, Afternoon Wedding Timeline Help. Okay. Unfortunately, a pipe burst in the building of our May 2023 wedding venue. Thankfully, one of our favorite parts of the venue was the garden slash outside, and we can still continue with having a fully outside wedding slash reception. The downside is that the outside option must be wrapped up by 8 p.m. as opposed to midnight inside. Again, not the end of the world. We're okay with doing just a chill afternoon wedding, then heading to a bar afterwards. We're having some issues thinking through the timeline and would love input. So this is what they're thinking. We're thinking ceremony about 30 minutes, sometime between 1 to 2 p.m. Cocktail quote hour, 2 to 5. This is probably the biggest question mark. Is a long cocktail hour okay at this time if there's plenty of booze and appetizers? Dinner, 5 to 8 p.m. Unofficial post-wedding bar time, 8 to 12 p.m. Thoughts? Anyone have an afternoon wedding and have advice? Hmm. I have questions. <laughs> yeah. I have questions. I, I don't know why you would have a super long cocktail hour with, or with heavy hors d'oeuvres and, um, you know, plenty of booze and then go straight into dinner. Right. That seems a little redundant mm -hmm. as, and it seems like you're taking up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, in our professional experience, guests really love one or the other, right? So either you're going to have like your normal cocktail hour, which most people expect. They, they understand that you're taking pictures during that time, you know, something of that nature. Um, and then they're, you know, they're pretty much ready to sit down yeah. and eat and mingle yeah. and actually have kind of that experience. Um, but I think two hours of mingling is a very long time. I think it's three, two to five. Oh, two to five. Yeah. Three, <laughs> three hours of mingling <laughs> is a very long time. That's like you, basically a, re a reception. Yeah. 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 And then, and then just, and then to spend, and then five to eight being dinner, yeah. you know, granted, in my mind, I automatically go to the little details. I'm like, well, when is your first dance? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like I immediately start thinking like, about those Like, are you still doing inserts. all of those during your dinner allotment? Yes. Because yeah. it, it feels like if you start, you know, think when you think about a wedding as a whole, if you're starting, she said that the time, that the ceremony was started at one. One. Right. So. And she one, wants people to party till 12 p.m. Right. <laughs> They're a family. <laughs> 
I come from a Hispanic family. I'm yes. not saying that there are families that don't do it. Yeah. I'm just saying that that the expectation that your guests are going to follow you through all of that. Not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say, I mean, and even before I wasn't even thinking about the midnight, I was just thinking to nine, that's nine hours mm-hmm. that they're there at mm-hmm. the, at the, when, uh, right. One till eight. Yeah. Seven so hours. seven hours. So that's seven hours that they're at the venue with you, which is, which is kind of long. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind like of a, long a wedding time. day. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a full wedding that's day. That's a full wedding day yeah. for you and your guest. Mm-hmm. And so definitely cut back. Let's try to, you know, maybe even do let's do like an hour normal 45 minutes to an hour cocktail hour right after the ceremony um and then i think that you could go straight into um maybe some dances Mm -hmm. or uh fun games the the thought of it being outside in this type of garden area just makes me feel like there's so much there's so much time outdoor fun things yeah there's so many things that you can do Mm -hmm. um there's a blog post coming out about that soon from us hey. about all of the, all of the, you know, my guests don't want to dance. Now what? You know alternatives. what I mean? Yeah, alternatives yeah, I to that. your, to your receptions. There's pinatas there. You know what I mean? There's, there's so many different things that you yes. can do besides just, um, we had dancing. a story kind of asking like, we don't like dancing. We're older. And so they were like karaoke. Like, what do we yes. do? So yeah. So many things Can't wait that to see you that can blog. do. So I would say that. Um, the, the timeline just feels like it's it's excessive in things that don't need to be. Yeah. That a cocktail hour doesn't need to be three hours. I, don't, I wouldn't even say that it really needs to be more than 90 minutes Mm-mm. max. Mm-mm. And then... Um, it's not called cocktail three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cocktail hours. <laughs> and I would... I would I would ask what you want out of your, out of your wedding. Yeah. Because even just hearing that, it's just you... You are setting up a tone of you come, you see me, and then we just eat for what sounds like six hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it'd be like 2 to 8 p.m. I mean, I'm sure by dinner they mean like the reception, you know, like sure. the first dance and speeches. Yeah, and absolutely. But they don't really specify that here. And then unofficial post-wedding bar, 8 to 12. So I'm like, so is the dancing the unofficial part at the bar or will you be dancing before? Right. IMO, I would start the ceremony at like 3 p.m. Okay. And, you know, dinner would be from 6 to 8, cocktail hour in between. Right. And then you send everybody to get their funk on at the bar. But you can still have, you know, in those two hours, you have a lot of time to eat dinner, do the speeches, have your first dance, you know, maybe do your bouquet toss and some other traditions. And, you know, there's some time maybe for dancing and things like that too. But two hours goes by quickly. Absolutely. And I think they're trying to make the most out of their time at this venue, which Mm -hmm. makes sense. But it's kind of like, do you want to go on? Like, do you want to go late? And have your guests still have energy? There you go. Or do you want them to be ready to do out at 8 p.m.? And, like, everybody's, you know, about to pass out because they've had such a good time. Like, Absolutely, yes. Because <laughs> there's a way to make that happen, but I still wouldn't start that early. Right. Like, even if you're expecting maybe 20% of your guests to follow to the bar after, I would still, like, push this back to like 2:30. No, yeah. I think you're I think And that's... then cocktail hour 3 to 4 and then you you have the reception 4 to 8 and maybe people don't eat to sit down dinner until 5:30 or something cuz right. it's just like also 8 p.m. is like sometimes when I eat dinner. Right. So there's also that. Like right. could you could you skip dinner and tell people come to the bar we're having pizzas delivered mm-hmm. late night snacks, you know, and just right. have heavy hors d'oeuvres throughout the whole thing. I think there's definitely a lot of room to 
make this unique, make the most out of it, but that, definitely... Yeah, that doesn't include three hours for cocktails no, and mingling no. and three hours for dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think they kind of knew, like, is this weird? Yeah. You know, is that too much? And so the top comment says, I think a three-hour cocktail hour is far too long. Fewer people are going to drink a lot in the middle of the day, and if they stand around snacking for, th- for three hours, they won't want the formal meal. With the combo of not wanting to drink much at 3 p.m. and not wanting to fill up before dinner, I'd expect that three-hour window to get tedious quite quickly for most people. Yeah, I didn't even think about like it's like day drinking. Yeah. You're like, and but you yeah, have to I keep didn't going. Think about that. Yeah, because it's and then we're gonna go to the PM. bar afterwards. <laughs> like yeah. in my family, that's a, a possibility, but you don't know what state I'll yeah. be in by midnight. Yeah, right. You <laughs> might have to they, wheel you me. You won't home. even know what state people no. be in at 8 p.m. Yeah. No, the last time I was day drinking from 2 p.m. on. I tried to sing Send Me On My Way for karaoke. Do you know that song? <laughs> no. And there's like some of the words. I'm like, is this English? It's like, um, I would like to reach out my hand. Umbe seo. Umbe tell you to run. <laughs> I was like crying laughing because yeah. I was trying to read the screen. And I'm like, I, re- <laughs> I, don't, I really done. don't know what it says. I'm no good. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, I've never heard that song, but that was a beautiful rendition. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Anytime you guys want a cover song, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> she has a studio, so. Oh my gosh, but yeah. I, didn't, I Yeah, I didn't even think about that as well. That right? you you may have to start thinking about transportation for people that have been yes. drinking from 2 p.m. and now they're going to also go to a bar because yeah. they're not going to they're not going to drive. They're uh-uh. not going to be able to drive. No. Yeah, that's um, just danger waiting to happen. And I can only imagine um, from a bartender's perspective too. I wonder, are you paying? Are you paying Ooh. premiums for the bartender? You know, basically serving for six, seven. That's hours? a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And how and many? And how much booze do you have to buy? Right. Just to go to the bar. Just to go to the bar after that. <laughs> so, um, there's some tweaks. I yeah. love, but I do love the idea of of like a two thirty to three. Like I think. Right. That's a pretty good. Just yeah. Just it. push it back a little bit. Don't make people get there that early. I'm sure like lighting will be a little bit better by 2.30 as well. Typically 1 p.m. is like pretty harsh, bright lighting. Yeah. And if you're having your ceremony outside, that can be, you know, they don't say what part of the world they're in, what season their wedding is. Oh, May 2023. So it could be hot. Hot. It could be pretty hot unless they're in like, I don't know, Washington or something. Uh, (laughs) Here in Texas, it's going to be hot. (laughs) That's for sure. Um, but yeah, so the comment goes on to say, um, you know, I'd say max for a cocktail hour is 90 minutes. Like you said, Jazzy's an expert and that's in the evening when people are generally happy to drink more. I would move the meal up and have a normal length cocktail hour. Eating a large formal late lunch during a wedding isn't weird. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good idea too. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> crazy, wow. crazy, crazy. <laughs> then you can take the money you would have spent on three hours of appetizers and use it for a late afternoon snack. That is genius. Like skip the cocktail hour. Yeah, just do a lunch and then have the the rest of the three hours be your party. Absolutely, my mind Ooh. is blown. I love the internet. I love when we can all come together and share our opinions and help each other be better. <laughs> Is that not wholesome or wet? Um, Okay. The OP says, all great insight. Thank you. Never been to an afternoon wedding, so it's been hard to imagine it. But Mm. thinking of the food as a late lunch instead of an early dinner is definitely helpful. Yeah, I think that is... Such a good idea. Yeah, and it it really shifts the perspective of 
what the timeline of the day should look like because like like literally 8 p.m is like a dinner time for me and so <laughs> making people eat dinner at five after they had already been at cocktail hour munching for three hours no one's hungry babe nobody's hungry no one's gonna eat your the nice meal that you paid for exactly Absolutely. what this person said save that money and maybe some catering companies have even like you know cheaper packages for middle of the day versus end of the day i don't know that could be just like way too assumptuous on my end but i would imagine there's a little bit of difference at least in the like maybe it, it's okay to serve chicken instead of steak because right. it's like lunch yeah. you know or maybe there's a way more fun buffet or food station like right. pasta yeah it or... just it, it's it's a ripple effect yeah yep. of what of what you do you know at a brunch or a lunch or early dinner that you wouldn't do yep. you know for you know for a late night or mm -hmm. something like that mm -hmm. so it opens up your options girl yeah that's so interesting options. i feel like we have time for one more story Uno más. so i'm gonna give you the option do you want to talk about having a wedding on their birthday um no kids at a wedding or alternatives to walking down the aisle I am most intrigued by by alternatives to walking okay. down the aisle. Yeah, let's do it. You arrive in a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> I was I, 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 I shoot it I, in. Yeah, I dropped in. <laughs> right. I have seen a, a bride like spot. hot air balloon in to a wow. wedding. Wow. I can't even imagine what the cost of that is. <laughs> yeah. But I have seen a video. I'll try and find it. I just I would get so nervous about the weather like just one little shift of the wind yeah and that balloon like you're literally <laughs> spitting you fire into the air like that's way too close to my multi-thousand dollar dress yeah. I'm so sorry and my hairsprayed hair yeah oh my gosh yeah hopefully the setting spray is not flammable. yeah <laughs> yikes okay so title alternatives to walking down the aisle my fiance and I are planning on having lunch reception at a restaurant interesting kind of we just talked about a lunch reception i didn't even okay my fiance and i are planning on having a lunch reception at a restaurant there will be a quick ceremony beforehand followed by an hour of apps and a two-hour lunch i'm struggling with how to structure the ceremony aspect of this we really don't want a big to-do i've never pictured myself walking down an aisle or anything plus there really won't be one can we just mingle with guests before simply popping up front and doing the ceremony it would be 15 minutes long not religious very casual is that weird am i overthinking this has anyone done something similar at a restaurant venue wow i have been to a restaurant wedding um but it was more like in a patio setting so like they had a courtyard yeah, yeah so they had kind of this atmosphere that allowed for a type of ceremony um you know obviously no bridesmaids or groomsmen it was basically just like you know a little arbor oh, and okay. you know and you know the bride and groom so i'm not opposed to it i think that i think you could make something really beautiful um what are your thoughts? I think it depends on what the setup is at this restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like what I'm picturing is maybe they have an outdoor platform or stage where they might have a band play on the weekends or something. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, if you just want your guests to be crowded around that and you guys are on that stage, at least you have a platform to be seen. Mm -hmm. Because are you like, are you planning on setting up seats for people? My only concern is how are they going to see you? And maybe that's just me like, 
I want to be the center of attention on my wedding day. (laughs) Maybe this bride is like the less people who have eyes on me, the better. Everybody's different. Right. Um, I think that's what I was saying too. I was like, is it a, are you in a private room? Yeah. Is the whole restaurant like what is. Yeah. Are people sitting at tables at the restaurant and you get up on the bar? (laughs) Do you have waiters? (laughs) Like I, I would be mortified to be having my ceremony and there's like a waiter just like walking (laughs) by with the tray. I would be like could do that yeah like um this is a private party so you're not invited (laughs) um so yeah i think it really depends on what the setup is what kind of space it is absolutely but i'm also thinking like you know if they're wanting to take a more casual approach they could always be mingling and then have like a flash mob wedding kind of like all of the sudden they're in the center of the circle that's casual to you and their bridesmaids <laughs> span out and, and make a circle around them and then the officiant comes out of nowhere and they say dearly beloved we are wow. gathered here today mowage mowage love <laughs> <Poo wuv. laughs> exactly okay. it, you know like that could be cool okay. or you know i would if they want to do like an actual entrance i wouldn't recommend mingling before they have the ceremony because it kind of takes the the spark out of the moment right but you could walk in with your partner hand in hand dancing galloping oh i like just i don't know there was something that you said and me being a former texas roadhouse employee (laughs) um (laughs) it makes me think that you could just have everyone like or have you ever been on a cruise ship uh-huh. And the dinners where they're just like everybody in the dining yes. room is like going. Yes. You could easily do that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like something that is very unique to that specific setting um, in terms of an entrance, you know, and it could just be, be really cool. Yeah, it could be. Really cool. It could be really cool, really unique. Um, let's see what people are saying in the comments. The first comment is you can come in from the sides once everyone is seated, as long as the venue layout lends itself to that. Another way people do it is to already be at the front when your guests start to be seated. And then someone says, even if there's not an aisle, I wouldn't mingle too much before. Just appear and mingle after. I 100% agree. Let there be a shock factor. Let there be that moment. You know, even if you're not thinking and imagining yourself walking down an aisle and having that big, you know, I do moment, other people there are going to be really, really excited to experience that with you and just give them a little... Give them a little something, yeah, something. Throw them a little you know. Bone. Throw them Come a little bone. Let there be a grand reveal. Yes. You know, um, even if it's like super casual, ten minutes. I've been to a wedding where the officiant forgot to tell people to sit down, and so everyone was standing for ten minutes. And like, that's that's <laughs> me as a that's me as a venue coordinator, as a wedding planner in the back. I'm going on the sides, and I'm going sit down. Yeah, yeah, because it's like there. <laughs> again, we covered this last episode. There are things that professional officiants know how to do, and there are things that family friends just it's not yeah. their expertise yeah. so they, that's not on the index cards that they yeah have exactly <laughs> yeah but it yeah. should all rise all be seated yes anyway it happens it's not the end of the world to be standing up for 10 minutes I, I just i think we need more answers here right to be able to to be able to offer our expertise. best most creative yes and, um, and ceremonies really are not long mm-mm. you know mm. they can be as short as you want them yeah. to like you can literally be straight to the point yeah like you don't need to have any fluff it could be three minutes of do you take this person yes yes (laughs) yes i do yes (laughs) and yeah and then let let the cue the music yeah cue the harps yeah i couldn't think i was trying to think of the word like for my big fat greek wedding opa like nice there you go opa yeah 
All right. Well, I hope we hear more from this OP on, because I think, well, this was last week and they haven't responded to anything. So I don't know if we'll ever know (laughs) (laughs) what they do, (laughs) Forget it. but it would be interesting to know what they decide to do on that. So OP, if you're out there, let us know. Put it in the comments. Yeah. Drop it in the comments. Exactly. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If people, Bridal Babes, wanted to find you, if they wanted to find La Escondida, your planning company, tell tell them. Well, I am very proud of how active we are on all the socials. Um, So definitely look up La Escondida CC, stands for Celebration Center, La Escondida CC um, on both Instagram and TikTok, and then La Escondida Celebration Center on Facebook, LaEscondidaCelebrationCenter.com, lengthy one, I know. (laughs) But uh, that is our website where you can request a tour, you can see um, our galleries, some of the packages that we offer, and then if you are interested in wedding coordination, wedding planning, hit me up at all that jazz events.com or um all that jazz events on tiktok and instagram yay thank you jazzy we're so excited and of course you know bridal babes the buzz does not stop here we are everywhere online bringing you the best of wedding content every week every day uh, you know we're going to be posting videos with random strangers tips and also clips from all these podcast episodes so stay tuned on tiktok instagram subscribe to our channel on youtube i don't know if we've hit a thousand yet at the point of this release but we're like almost there and i'm so freaking excited we're gonna have a huge celebration when we hit 1000 that's for sure so again Keep tuned with the buzz. Stay tuned with us. I'm It's Your Host Cat on Instagram. Find us bridal.buzz anywhere. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>